Hey, welcome to the Fresh Fix Podcast, episode eight now, right? I think it is eight. Eight. Wow. Yeah, we're excited. I'm Brian. And I'm Jennifer. And uh, we wanted to uh, talk a little bit about empty nesting today, but uh, before we dive into that, you were sharing a little bit about something that you'd read this week. Maybe maybe share that with, with the folks listening. Yeah. Well, you know, this whole crazy weather that we're having from... Way north to way south yeah, in the middle. Nuts. I mean, it's Down just Texas, craziness. And I was reading this story, and it was about these this restaurant owner. They had it was in Plano, Texas. Okay. And um, these restaurant owners had just opened a restaurant not very long ago, like I would say, like before the pandemic. Okay. And um, during the pandemic, the the um, customers were just like, how can we help you stay open? We love your food. We love the restaurant. We just love everything about you guys. And so the customers really supported this couple and their small business restaurant. So cool. And um, so then fast forward a year and we've got this crazy weather going on in Texas. And so the owners said that they just could not sit back and watch their community fall apart and suffer because of the no electricity, no water, all the, all the, all the things. And so he put out a a message on Facebook and said, we want to help the community. We're going to serve you. They served over 500 meals to their community. How cool is that? Is that not just so cool? And you know, through, through different weird things that have happened. The community came together for them and then they came together for the community. Right. It was just kind of cool story. I just thought it was really neat. Well, it is. And it's, it's, um, sort of a, a, a beautiful synchronicity, right? Where Mm -hmm. the community rallied around them during their time of need. And then they stepped up for the community and, um, yeah, that's cool. It's a very, uh, that's kind of an, an upper sort of story. Yeah. Totally. we're on, we're on the fresh fix. Mm -hmm. So it's like a, Fixer upper. Oh, kind of I story, love it. If, if you will, maybe I we need it. maybe we need a fixer upper story every week. I could I could I like use that. those. I think I the world could use more. Totally of Totally could use that. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh, word. So big weekend for us. We went to Costco last night. Oh, I love Costco. I know. I I probably like Costco, and you love Costco. You know, for me, I just get to, I I have. The pattern, and we, usually yes. we have our own patterns. Like my pattern tends to start in the electronics section and then weave its way through sort of the appliances and hardware and that area, and going up and down those aisles first in a pretty methodical way. Very methodical. But last night we kind of off roaded. Yeah, we we kind of went <laughs> off roading because we messed with our with our pattern a little. We actually stayed together, which we don't yes. always do in Costco. True. Um, and Saw was, a friend. Yeah, we saw a friend, had a chance to to catch up with her a little bit. And fun. Yeah, so that was good. Yeah. And and kind of it was a little bit like a date night, actually. <laughs> we spent a, a total, couple hours there. It was a total date night. I loved it. I was actually on my way home from running errands and texted Brian and said, Hey, I'm gonna grab gas really fast and then I'll be home. And you said, What do you think about going to Costco? And I'm like, yeah, I didn't sure. know if you'd be up for it because you'd been uh, you'd had a r- rough day and a long day. Yeah, and and I was just like no pressure, but if that works, I would love to go. And yeah, um, so then we we spent uh, our early evening at Costco and more time than we typically do actually. Yes, and we picked up our dinner. 
Yeah. At Costco. Well, which, we didn't eat the hot dogs. No, no, like, we didn't. That's not no, what we I was going to say that was not the concession stand. At our, not concession stand. I'm thinking baseball already. Well, it's kind, um, of a, it's kind of like a concession stand. It is, but we actually bought food and brought it home and I fixed it. It was really good. And Yeah, it was so. like uh, the ravioli pasta with cheese and spinach. Mm-hmm. In it, and, and then, then the a, basil pesto sauce. Yeah, the oh, basil pesto sauce. It was really sauce. good. It was quite tasty, mm-hmm. actually. Um, so yeah, it was good. We uh, we spent less money than we um, often do at <laughs> Costco. We have a tendency, and I say we. It's probably me. It's probably more me. Um, but it just depends, really. Yeah, I guess there's been a couple of different things that we just we don't go in with the intention of buying something big, but right. it. it just somehow ends up happening. Can I tell the Traeger story? The Traeger story is a good one. You should okay, so as Brian said, we're very methodical when we go into uh, Costco. We start in electronics, up and down the rows, up and down the rows, and we go to the center section. And then, and then you know, by that time, you're in the back by the food, and then back and forth, back and forth, up, up to the front of the store again. And um, a f- few years ago, there were the Traeger salespeople there with the Traeger grills and... Um, yeah, they had the full-on Traeger display with the two yeah. Traeger representatives that had flown in from out of town. Yeah, so, I yeah, mean, it was big time, big time, big time Traeger uh, salespeople there. And, and if, so, what, what if people don't know what a Traeger grill oh, is, though? We should probably you share. Should, you should share. Well, the, the bottom line with a Traeger grill, and I think most people have seen different pellet grills now. So rather than a charcoal grill or a gas grill, there is a there's an electric auger that feeds pellets gradually into the grill itself and as it does so there's a there's a um a heat source that's Mm -hmm. very evenly distributed throughout the train so it's very difficult to burn something cooks very very evenly Mm -hmm. and um i gotta say to your credit and this is a little bit off task (laughs) jennifer has kind of become (laughs) a traeger master like you can like you've cooked a lot of things on that Traeger, and we got the 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 meat thermometers right, that right. are remote. So if it's cold outside, you can see what the temperature is right. of the meat. Yes, while you're still inside in the warm. Yes. And, and you've I kind think, of perfected that. Thank you. I and I think we actually purchased that for a Father's Day, <laughs> and then and it I ended used it some, but not probably <laughs> as much as you have. That's so true. getting back to the story, we were on our usual route, going up and down, and the Traeger sales guy tried to corner he I, I don't know if he grabbed your arm he probably didn't, he grab, didn't grab your me. arm but to me it kind of seemed like that and I was like hold up you're taking us off our route we will be back to see you because you know going up and down the rows so when we finally got to him he says oh you're back and I'm like we're back so tell us about the Traeger and and that's all she wrote. All she wrote. Yeah, they had the they had all the different. I mean, these guys were really good a, at their jobs. Yes. And I I love a good salesperson. Salesperson. I just I appreciate that art. Well, and you love grilling. I love grilling, and I love that. Um, I don't know. It's the the bells and whistles that came mm-hmm. on, uh, came with the the one that we ended up purchasing. Well, and then I think you also like. You also like kind of banter. You know how we banter? Yeah. I think you kind of like to banter as a salesperson yourself. Right. Kind of banter with the sales guy. Well, and we ended up with, I think, an extra couple of bags of pellets. They put it together for <laughs> us, and we picked it up the next day. So then And we, the cover. The cover. Oh, yeah. We got a free cover out of the deal. I think everybody got a free cover Probably out of the deal. So. But I don't think everybody got all that we got. We're going to pretend that 
but we'll pretend that we negotiated a right. good deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. So, yeah, the, the Traeger was one example. We did not go in anticipating to buy the Traeger. Uh, there's been several things. Yeah, uh, the Traeger, we bought um, our Dyson. Yeah, the vacuum cleaner. We did actually go in looking for the for a vacuum, not just specifically a Dyson, but we went in looking for a vacuum. Right. And another good salesperson. Yeah. And yeah. she took the thing apart and put it back together, and I was like, sold. Yeah, there was no saying no yeah. at that point. Yep. Um, you were you were sold, and I couldn't argue because you do uh, 99.9% of the vacuuming. So Yeah. Matter of fact, you just picked up a spill of mine. Thank you for that. I had a little... Actually, it was kind of my fault. Well, 50-50. Okay, I'll go 50-50. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So, yeah, Costco. We bought patio furniture from Costco, which I don't think we went in intending to buy. No. Um, but... It kind of sounds like we're impulse buyers. We're, but which we're not. We're really not impulse it, buyers. Except for Costco, which I think maybe is why there's something magical about it for me. <laughs> Oh gosh. So I was, I was, so we got done with Costco and uh, came back here and we got to talking last night and something really struck me just about the phase of life that we're in right now. And and we are, I think officially we would be called empty nesters, even though we do have one, uh, one child that we are still responsible for as it were officially Mm -hmm. because he's, uh, he's a freshman in college, but uh, we, I mean, I think we'd qualify as empty nesters because he's gone most of the time and then he'll be gone playing baseball all summer. And, and so, you know, it's, it's, we're glad and sad all at the same time. It's you and me, baby. Yep. Yep. Oh, that was bad. Home team. Home team. We tried to high five if you're listening. It just didn't work. That was awkward. Um, but we are the home team. We've always said we're the home team. Yeah, we're the home team. And I was just thinking about how, it feels a lot now, and and some people may be able to relate to this and some people won't, but just because of the path our lives took, up until we were married, and, and this is an extreme, you may have a similar situation that wasn't quite this extreme, but literally up until the time we were married, we lived with our parents separately. True. So then we, we went straight from living with our parents to living on our own. And so... No, not on- I mean, well, together. Together, right. but yeah, right. right. So I think what was interesting about that time of our life is all of a sudden the accountability of having your parents around all the time right. went away. And then not too terribly long after we got married, we moved to Omaha. And there was literally no accountability as far mm-hmm. as, I mean, we had accountability to each other, but but to no one else. Right. Um, so this had implications for our faith and for our, whatever moral code we were mm-hmm. beginning to understand about ourselves at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about that deeply last night and how that was, it really gave us an insight into who we truly were because we didn't have to go to church and we didn't have to follow a certain um, uh set of of mores cultural mores or or standards but we learned them and we developed them in a setting where we had no choice agreed uh because we i mean we had no choice but to develop them for better or worse yes right? and i i really feel like my faith 
really grew during those first few years in 100%. Omaha. 100%. Just because we only had it, we didn't know anybody when we moved here. Yeah, that was a that's a great point. We knew nobody. no one, and um, so we didn't know anybody. We didn't have a church home, um, and we came from Kansas City, where we both grew up all our lives, going to the same church all our lives. Everybody knew us. We knew everybody in our church, and so it was kind of a a shock to the system moving to Omaha where we didn't know anybody, we had no accountability, no, 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 nothing. We just had each other. And I almost feel like it was for us a really healthy thing. And not everybody's life takes that path that just happened to be ours. But it, it, to your point, I think it solidified my faith because mm-hmm. we were able to prove, you know, we're not doing this because of our parents. We're not doing this out of a habit. We're doing this mm-hmm. because whether it was church or faith or, or just general mm-hmm. character-related mm-hmm. things, um, you know, serving down at the Open Door Mission right. or other things that we did when we first moved here. It was, there could be no ulterior motive. It was only because that's who we were, which we thought that's who we were, but until you actually prove it to yourself, right. it's, you know, up for grabs. So I feel like now, and here's sort of the parallel and what we were talking about last night, Now we're entering into this other phase where if you've been a parent, you realize that there's just this sort of innate um, desire to be a good example Mm -hmm. and to be accountable and to set that example for your children who, you know, more is caught Caught than taught, taught, as they say. So you want to make sure you're walking the walk and not just talking the talk. Mm -hmm. So then kids come along and you're like, well, okay, we need to make sure that the kids are in church and we need to make sure we're watching our language and we need to, to watch what TV shows. I mean, yeah. be aware of what TV shows we're watching. All of that. Yeah. And so now I feel like we're in sort of a different no kid kind of phase mm-hmm. where when we first got married, we had no kids and we had to become accountable to ourselves and to, to God as it were. Sure. Um, well, here we are again. I mean, no kids in the house and, we have to make sure that we are, uh, we kind of have to keep ourselves in check. Yeah, sure. And I'm also thinking with COVID, it kind of has taken us out of our routines of um, actually going to a physical building and church right. and actually getting together with friends. And yeah. so that's kind of knocked us off a little bit as well. Yeah, because we've been somewhat cautious with COVID um, just my mom is older, and um, so we've been somewhat cautious with COVID. So we've done, as far as church is concerned, church online. online church mm-hmm. primarily. And um, so, yeah, it, it's it's a good point because the, the pandemic has given you yet another, not you, but us, right. another um, way out, as it were. Mm-hmm. If we wanted to say, well, you know, we'll get back into right. sort of our... Uh, spiritual game, or maybe our character game, or our serving game. Right. We'll get into that after we get through the the pandemic. Right. Um, so we had all sorts of ways that we could have made excuses because now we no longer have kids in the house. Now you know we're not physically going to church every Sunday because of the of the pandemic for a while, and yet here we are with a very similar moral code and a very ser- uh, similar spiritual outlook 
And that's been a nice, I think, check for us. Mm-hmm. Um, not that we've been perfect. I think for me, at least, it's given me pause in a couple of minor areas to say, wait a minute, you know, remember who you are. I had a boss one time, Mike, who I'm still good friends with to this day. And he used to say to his kids, and he told me this, and then I started um, chanting the mantra, because I think it's so good, of remember who you are and what you represent. Mm. And so for me, that's been something I keep coming back to in terms of where we're at in this stage of life, is remember who you are and what you represent, no matter whether there's kids around, no matter whether um, you know there's, there's accountability from, from a church attendance perspective. Right. But remember who you are and what you represent. I love that. So that's, that's been, that's been uh, I think, good for us to yeah. sort of revisit that same theme of, are you doing this for somebody else? Are you doing this for appearances? Are you, are you serving or giving or, or worshiping for any other reason than your altruistic self? Yeah, that's and, a great question. Yeah. And you know, the other thing I was thinking about, get your take on this, don't you feel like there's stages of empty nesting and we are just very, very much in the beginning of phase one or stage one of empty nesting. I kept saying to, I, I, in a conversation I was having, I can't, it's been a few months ago now, but I feel like we're kind of in the honeymoon stage of empty nesting right? and um, where everything is still kind of exciting and we get to go to Costco by ourselves on Friday (laughs) night. Don't have to worry about coming home and making dinner. We just do it because we want to now. Yeah, right. And we can go to bed when we want to and not have to wait up for kids. And um, so we're kind of, I I feel like we're kind of in that honeymoon stage. And I'm sure there's going to be phases where that excitement of only the two of us kind of wears wanes a little bit or so you're something. saying you're going to get sick of me at some point never no never. i think you will <laughs> no 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 I think you will. never so i don't know i've i've enjoyed it i've i've missed my kids for sure yeah um, i said that to somebody the other day i was like somebody said so how are you how are you doing with the whole empty nesting thing and are you enjoying that and i was like i feel a little guilty cuz i may be enjoying it a little <laughs> more than i should be but Of course, I say that in jest because we do miss our kids and we love our kids. But and FaceTime and has been a fabulous thing. I love FaceTiming my children and texting back and forth, and um, that's always fun. Yeah, those are bright spots. But I do feel like there's phases, and I think that it would be interesting. And and if I had it to do over again, I might even try to have somebody on the podcast. Um, And we'll probably reference back to this when we do have a guest of maybe empty nesters that are further down the path. Maybe their kids mm. are grown and gone and married and they have grandkids. I mean, I feel like the whole dynamic will shift then too because then there's accountability to grandkids because, you know, generally speaking, grandparents mm-hmm. will be watching grandkids and yeah. Um so they're going to want to be setting a good example for them and yeah. again it comes back to remember who you are and what you represent. You're mm-hmm. not just doing this to set a good, a good example, although that's a noble reason to do so, um, you're doing it because that's who you are in your heart of hearts. Yeah, totally. So yeah, everything in between the empty nester phase one that we're in now, like honeymoon phase, as you put it all the way through to the, the grandparenting phase and, and, um, that time when, 
life kind of goes full circle. But I, I do kind of have to um, to high five us, not to brag on us a little bit, but <laughs> let's high five ourselves. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's high five. <laughs> that was a good one. That was better than the last time. Um, I think another important thing to think about is that our relationship with each other, even when our kids were at home, our relationship with each other was very important. True. And so now that the kids are gone, we built our, we built that relationship with each other and loved on each other and spent time with each other and kind of dated each other, even when we were married and have kids and the craziness of kids. And now that the kids are gone, we still like each other right, right. and have fun together. And it's just... Well, such a great point. And that's, that's the importance of continuing to date even after you're done with your, quote, dating phase of your relationship. Right. And date all through kids, date all through... Mm-hmm. You know, when things get crazy with sports or extracurricular activities, continuing to date and spend time with one another yeah. and, and build a foundation to your point that yeah. you can that you can um, grow from as you move forward from there. Yeah. Love so. it. All right. Well, hey, guys, check us out on Instagram at uh, Instagram slash the Fresh Fix 2021. Uh, also on Twitter at uh, the Fresh Fix One, so not to be confusing. That on Instagram it's the Fresh Fix Twenty Twenty One, Twitter it's the Fresh Fix One. Uh, you can uh, send us an email at uh, at the Fresh Fix Twenty Twenty One at Gmail dot com. <laughs> Oh, wow. Do you have a brain freeze right there? I did there? have a brain, brain freeze. <laughs> and then, of course, we're on um, all your major podcasting platforms. Yes. And we're looking forward to a guest. In the next couple of weeks, mm-hmm. for sure, we're going to have a guest. One of the things that I've wanted to talk about, especially now in February, uh, because everybody talks about fitness and staying in shape in January because right. you know they have New Year's resolutions mm-hmm. in January 1. Everybody wants to get in shape. Um, it's this time of year when people are falling off the wagon, when people are... Right. You know, the, the, e- the eating habits go back to the bad stuff and the workout routines kind of go away. Mm-hmm. I'm certainly guilty of that myself. Um, so we're looking forward to having a very special guest over the next week or two, hopefully. Yes. And uh, talk a little bit about uh, what we can do now and routines that we can get into that are healthy, both in terms of eating and exercise. What can you do around the house? What you, could you do at a gym, mm-hmm. et cetera. So we'll, we'll have more conversation about that yeah. in the weeks ahead. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. I think it'll be good. That'll be good. Yeah. Anything else before we sign off? Mm, I don't think so. All I right. I think that's it. Well, I was going to say, stay safe and warm. It's freezing here in Omaha, Nebraska. It's getting better, though. It is getting better. High of what? 40 this week. 40 this week. Yeah, so that's a good thing. Yeah. All right, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. That's it for this issue, this episode, Episode. I should say, of the Fresh Fix podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.